Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to another Mediascope Brief. My name is Tachi. I talk all about media, tech, and pop culture news. I'm about to talk about Oculus. Yes, reportedly they are planning a $200 standalone wireless VR headset for 2018. So if you are a VR enthusiast, you're going to be really happy about this. Facebook is actually because you know Facebook owns Oculus. They're set to reveal a standalone Oculus VR virtual reality headset sometime later this year for shipment in 2018. This headset is also going to work without requiring a tethered PC or smartphone, according to TechCrunch, and it will be branded with the Oculus name around the world except China. And in China, it's going to carry the Xiaomi uh, I hope I said that right, Xiaomi, there we go, trade dress, and run some Xiaomi software as part of a partnership that extends to manufacturing plans for the device. Wireless VR, VR that doesn't require additional devices, be, devices beyond a headset, is, known, is a known goal for Facebook and for Oculus, according to Facebook and CEO Mark Zuckerberg. They previously said this ad nauseum before. Samsung is also working on a standalone VR with reportedly Odyssey branding. Interesting. Facebook has also said that they're working on a wireless version of the Rift with the equivalent power to that of a device when tethered to a PC currently, as Bloomberg notes. This so-called Santa Cruz prototype is still in development and Facebook is working on its standalone inside-out environmental tracking effort. Alright guys, so if you are a an Oculus enthusiast or VR enthusiast, you're going to be happy to know that the news is that VR is coming even bigger to Oculus because they're revealing a standalone virtual reality headset sometime later this year. All right, cheers. Hey guys, yes, it's time once again for another Mediascope Brief. Already you say? Yes, already. This time I want to talk to you a little bit about Tamron Hall. She is teaming up with Weinstein Television for a daytime talk show. This is exciting. Don't cry for her Argentina because she's just fine after having left the Today Show. And this was just announced on Wednesday. So it's going to be a daily program and it's currently in development and it's not titled, but this is what we know. It's going to be a mix of news, human interest stories, interviews with celebrities and newsmakers, and it will be shot in front of a live studio audience. This is great news for her and quite a departure from what she used to do for today. She walked away from the Today Show in February, if you remember me reporting, after NBC axed her third hour to make room for Megyn Kelly. Former NBC president of domestic television distribution, Barry Wallach, is going to consult on the show. In addition to the daytime show, the Weinstein Company and Hall are going to collaborate on a de de the development excuse me, of additional non-scripted programming, and this will actually use Hall's experience in hard news, hard journalism, human interest stories, and entertainment content. For Weinstein Company, this is a new venture, daytime, daytime talk shows, that is, and I'm not surprised. They've been venturing into a lot of new things, including the docu-series that they did with Jay-Z on the Khalif Browder story. So this makes perfect sense to add Tamron Hall to their portfolio. Okay, well, congratulations, Tamron, on your new venture, and we can't wait to see what happens with this talk show. All right, guys, cheers. 
Welcome back. So in our final Mediascope brief today, if you're a fan of the show Claws on TNT starring Niecy Nash, you're going to be excited to know that it has been renewed for season two already. Just halfway through its freshman season, it's only five episodes in and TNT has renewed it. It's from producers Rashida Jones and Will McCormick, creator Elliot Lawrence and showrunner Janine Sherman Barois. It's actually become the highest rated TNT series launched since the cable network's programming shift last year under the new regime, according to Deadline Hollywood. This is also the youngest skewing TNT drama series that's currently on TNT. It ranks as Cable's number four new drama with adults 18 to 49 for 2017 to date and number four cable drama in social engagement. So social media has its paws all over Claws. That was corny. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Claws is reaching a multi-platform audience of 6.3 million viewers per episode across TNT's linear, digital, mobile, and on-demand platforms, and they average 1.1 million adults ages 18 to 49. Interesting. So, this dramedy has grown 27% uh, in the demo since the premiere, with its fourth episode hitting live plus same day and live plus plus three highs. That's really good. So it's from Warner Horizon Scripted Television. And if you don't know about it, it follows the rise of five, as they say, diverse and treacherous manicurists working at the Nail Artisan of Manatee County in Florida. And there's more going on than just nail doing and pedicures at that salon. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I suggest you take a look. It's Claws, it's on TNT, and it has been renewed for season two, just five episodes in. All right, well, are you watching Claws? And if you are, what do you think about it? And here's a special treat. My wonderful friend and co-host of the podcast, TV Channeling, Kevin No Malone, and I are actually going to be reviewing Claws for the next episode of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And that's it for today. All right, all. Cheers. And now it's time for some Caller You Say What. You know this is the segment where I take listener call-ins because I love listener call-ins because I love listeners. So first up, we have Travis Moffitt, who I so appreciate. He's calling in about the story I talked about a couple of days ago where the at Donald Trump Twitter is being sued for blocking some followers. Let's hear what he has to say on it. Hey, Tachi, this is Travis. I hope that you're having a great day. appreciate the show and the content that you're bringing. And uh, thank you for bringing up this dialogue, this subject around the lawsuit, whether or not Donald Trump uh, can block people from his personal Twitter account. I agree with your position uh, that he has the right to. Um, I do disagree with your position on whether he should or shouldn't. I think this is his personal uh, Twitter account, and I don't think that it implies malice on his part if he is blocking people on his personal Twitter account. And I know you're saying he's a public figure, he's making this public. Uh, in my opinion, the very nature of social media is that people are able to take their voice and make it public. I have a Twitter account. He's just got you know, 30 million more uh, subscribers than I do, but it is his personal account, I think should have the, the opportunity to, to block as he sees fit. So love to hear your feedback on that. Take care. 
Hey Travis, thanks so much for calling into the station and giving your opinion on this. And fundamentally, yeah, I do agree with you. It is a private Twitter account, and so he should be able to block. However, here's the difference. He's not using it in a way that indicates he's a private citizen or even a a celebrity. You know, it's one thing if he was using it as the... CEO of The Apprentice, right? Uh, the, The television show, and he's doing these types of things. This is something different. You are the commander in chief. So because now you're using your private account for commander in chief things, you've changed the nature of what this account is. There's a simple way to solve all of this. Stop tweeting from your private account <laughs> in, in terms of this. You because you just you just can't do that. I mean you can, but then you have to suffer the repercussions. People can do whatever, just like freedom of speech. You can say whatever. You just have to be prepared for the consequences after you say whatever it is. So that's what comes that's what comes with it. So in any case, I do agree it is a private account, but he's changed the nature of his account because of his position, his office, and what he's doing with his private account. If he's just doing things and saying, hey, it's a great day here or that type of thing and it's very light and that's fine. But because you've actually talked about things dealing with policy, etc., changes the nature kind of of what he's doing. So again, there's a very simple solution. Don't tweet that kind of stuff. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Cheers. Yo, Taji, what's up? It's What's Up Wednesday. Just dropping by to say what's up. How's it going? So those of you who don't know Coffee Black or The Coffee Black, he does these things called What's Up Wednesdays, and I am so honored to have been chosen and selected to say, for him to say what's up to me today. So what's up to you too, brother? Cheers. Hey, Tachi. You know, there's something else that I wanted to share, which further extends my gratitude for your media scopes. For a shield from the storm, for a friend, for love to keep me safe and warm, I turn to you for the strength to be strong, for the will to carry on, for everything you do. I turn to you. James, I want to thank you for calling in and sharing yourself, your wonderful voice, and expressing gratitude through song. And I'm playing this next song. I got to play some Earth, Wind, and Fire gratitude for you and for everybody else who not only supports Mediascope Brief and supports this station, but supports the Mediascopes that I do on Periscope, Busker, and Facebook Live. Everybody that supports TV channeling that Kevin and I do. Everybody who watches me and Alice Fuller on the social media scene. And all of you who watch the classic movie salon with... Joe Wilson TV, Colleen Costello, uh, Matthew Ward, and myself on Sundays. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff, but I love it, and I'm so thankful that all of you support. So, this next song is for you guys expressing gratitude. Thanks, James. Cheers.